0: Hey Parker, uh, dude. <laughs> uh, to start the year, if we were to jump back a couple of episodes, uh, you were talking about how you are starting some new devotional habits. Yeah, and all of that. Yeah. Uh, I just thought I'd ask well, one. I guess kind of like how how's it going? going, but also like what uh what devotion have you been using, or is there a book that you've been reading that you've been enjoying? Uh, a book in general.
1: Yeah. In general. Uh, okay. So one. Uh, my most first highest is pretty much gone at this point in terms of trying to keep up. Uh, but pop
0: in and out though a little bit.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, but, and I've tried to, uh, I'm still trying. I'm the one I'm, am trying to stick to is reading the Bible through in a year, cover to cover. Nice. Um, does that mean I've read every day? No. Does it mean I'm adjusting my reading pace to make sure I'm staying on track? Yes. Nice. Um, so just kind of every once in a while I'm checking in and seeing how many total chapters I have to go and how many chapters I should, you know. So I'm currently in Exodus, um, towards the tail end of Exodus, um, which I actually have a, a pod- f- formation of a podcast idea regarding that. Kind of based on an earlier podcast, but Ooh, a teaser, I know, yeah, right. Uh, regard if we'll see if you can guess it regarding the tabernacle ah, and its ah. uh instructions on how it was, um, you know, put together and constructed. Um, anyway, but yeah, we're I'm like right there. Um, all the instructions on how the tab- tabernacle is built and all that, fun. Um, not quite to the golden calf yet, so um. But uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at. And in terms of books I'm reading, um, I'm currently in The Return of the King. Um, Listening through that. Uh, If you're a Lord of the Rings fan, on Spotify, I don't know if it's on Apple Podcasts, but if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, uh, on Spotify, there's the podcast Roads Go Ever On. The artist is Barrel Rider. Um, It is the... Lord of the Rings in audiobook version. Hmm. They recently switched artist. It was, the artist was Sam Wise Gamgee. And the podcast was An Unexpected Journey, but they recently changed it.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Which was very confusing because in my like saved shows and stuff, podcasts and shows that like would show up as a title, but I click on it and be like, it wasn't loading. And I was like, what the heck? Did they take it down or whatever? But then I found it so nice i'm a happy guy so
0: how about you uh i guess
1: you didn't really have any new year's resolutions i was set goals i guess you had like you did reading goals didn't you
0: or i did i'm behind
1: i'm very behind did, on my did you goal. did you have a number of books yeah my reading already?
0: goal is a book every two weeks hasn't happened oh really yeah not happening right now nadia's got she's doing
1: she does a, a yearly it, her goals like yearly in terms of she wants to do 50 books a year. And I think she's at 15. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. She
0: reads a lot. Yeah. i I need to get back on it, but I am starting to, uh, well for myself, my like Bible routine right now is, uh, kind of twofold. So I have a section of scripture right now. I'm going through the epistles, but I have a section of scripture that I'm just reading through every night that I have a chapter I read through me and Sierra have a devotion we're going through during the season of Lent. So that's been good. Um, But then also I have it right now where during um, like times of prayer and stuff um, I'll have like a time and it's not like every time, but like we're always trying to listen and like try to feel if God is saying to like read a certain section of scripture, that sort of a thing. And so um, during my, devotion time, I usually end up reading a random portion of scripture. Um, and then just kind of like think on that and ponder on that and, um, end up looking around it and trying to figure out the context of it. So that's been good. Try to see how God might be speaking through his word there. Um, and then I'm reading a book right now along with, uh, the interns at the church, but, uh, the Jesus book by Michael Koulianos. And, uh, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. The first chapter, um, is looking at Jesus through the lens as the one who loves us. And uh, it's just going through all these different aspects of Jesus. And like, it is very, uh, it's very compelling, but it's compelling because it's so rooted in scripture and just showing different aspects of him. So uh, who would have thought that we should just know who Jesus is. Who to thunk? Uh man, a lot of <clears throat> churches haven't thunk that, but that's a topic for another well, day. Shoot. Um, as we are talking about reading and stuff like that, that actually is going to be tying in a little bit to our discussion today. A lot of it. Because we're going to be actually talking about the Bible. We're going to be talking about it, but first, let's just formally introduce ourselves by saying hello, everybody. Welcome to Conviction. This is our podcast. We feel a conviction it's just questions topics surrounding church culture ministry and just general life as a jesus follower my name is caleb
1: and my name is parker
0: and today we're kicking off the podcast by talking about why does reading the bible matter why does reading the bible matter uh you know, this was a question I had posed, I would thrown out there, um, kind of one that I haven't thrown out there because I thought we already had, had a podcast titled this because um, I just kind of assumed, but you know what happens <laughs> when you assume. So uh, I didn't, I texted it and we just decided to talk about it. Why does the Bible matter? Uh, this is something that I think, man, it's something that I actually, I'll say the nuance to it. I think a lot of people will say the Bible matters. No, especially a lot of Christians. Exactly. A lot of them will. I don't know if a lot of them will be able to say why it matters to read it. Ooh, shit. That goes beyond You should practical. Yeah, like I should do this <laughs> type of stuff. Um, I think there's a lot of people that struggle to understand why does reading my Bible actually matter? Um, there's a part of it that is just... Uh, I might ramp for just a moment, but there's a part of it that's obviously... Spiritual formation and all of those things. But I would love to challenge the idea that we read the Bible just for spiritual formation. Because if you read the Bible for just spiritual formation, it's about you. It's about you gaining something from it. Now, this is a super nuanced thing that people could say like, meh, it doesn't matter. But I think it matters. Because I think a lot of people end up losing practice of certain things or even losing their faith. Because we haven't cared about the little nuances of it, so when you read the Bible, I believe that Scripture speaks to the reality that you know. I believe it's in uh, in Timothy. It talks about how is uh, God inspired, useful for teaching, rebuking, training up, all these different things. Uh, the Bible is very useful, and it does a lot to you. Just because that is a byproduct does not mean it is what our initial intent is. So if you're reading the Bible for yourself to gain wisdom and knowledge about how you should live so you can be a better person and you can maybe look more like God, that is going to innately happen. What I would say is, why do we read the Bible? We read the Bible purely and simply to know God. Mm Mm-hmm. And when we read it with the intention of saying, I want to know God, we will be formed by it. We will live different in light of that. We'll see the fullness of who he is. We'll engage differently, all those different things. But then somebody might look and they might say, you know, like Parker, like this year, you're going to read the Bible cover to cover. That's awesome. That's great. Are you going to never read the Bible again after that? No. We've already finished the book. Well,
1: listen here, Caleb. I, uh, I'm i a Christian and I read the Bible. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Well, frankly, I'm just in different phases of life every time I read it. That's true. So I, A, one, will have a different perspective and a different set of ears and eyes that will see things and hear things that... I wouldn't have before. Uh, and I also may have have some, you know, some, uh, you know, life experience that I didn't have last time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What What are some things we know about God? What? What, what are some things we know about God? That's such a broad question. Yeah. What are some things we
1: know about God? Uh, in general. Okay. He's infinite. He's on the present.
0: Ah, let's pause at that very first one. Oh, did I say like uh, the exact yeah, same you thing? Jumped, but... You jumped there right at the beginning. Uh what are we? What are we? Yeah. We're God's creation. Well, okay, no, no, no. If I'm saying he's infinite, what are we? Finite. Yes. Yes. This is a different kind of conversation today we're having on the podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh yeah, we're finite. So for us as finite people, you might look and you might say, well, the Bible is just a book. Well, it's a book that was inspired by an infinite God. Mm-hmm. So when the finite encounters something created by the infinite, well, guess what? There's always going to be more for the finite. There's just going to be. There's always going to be more depth to it, more meaning to it, things like that. Uh, a story. How about this? I'll throw this out there, Parker. And guys, if you don't like this, uh leave a review and let us know we'd love that we'd love at least some more reviews but uh a story in the bible that many christians even those who only go to church a couple times a year Uh should be aware of is uh the story of the triumphal entry so uh if you've been to even just an easter service before maybe you've probably heard this story uh it is that jesus goes with his disciples and he is entering into Jerusalem during the passion week. And they start to walk in and he's riding in on a donkey. And as he's riding in, they start to fam palm leaves and they're singing out Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Like they're just like praising him, right? This is like the Caleb inspired version right now. Um, But they go through, Jesus goes into the town. Uh, I believe he goes up to the temple and then he goes down to the house and then like, that's it. This is a triumphal entry moment. Okay. Well, you can read this from a lot of different angles. First angle obviously is it's triumphal entry. Jesus is in town. You know, he's showing up. He's up here. He's going to do some stuff. Then uh, there's the angle of, wow, this is a humble king riding into the city, Right. And it's him coming in and the people celebrating, but him realizing what he's walking into, that he's stepping into the first stages of his soon-to-be death. But here's an angle to it that also matters. And I think it's just a good example of how, when you have a depth of reading the Word and continuing to read the Word, and even then studying the Word, you're not going to catch it on first glance. Uh, In the Gospel of Mark, especially, when you read this account of the triumphal entry, there's a very big player on the scene who we don't see mentioned, but culturally at the time you would have known what they were doing. And that's this guy named Judas Maccabeus. So Judas Maccabeus, and this is, I'm not a historian and I haven't really read, read the Maccabees and all that stuff very much, but Judas Maccabeus, after they end up having this giant revolution, all these different things, what's he do? He rides in to the city And they're all praising him. And what are they doing? They're fanning palm branches. Because what happened? Because a man who they wanted to be king basically has been their savior and their deliverer. So what is happening in this moment is Jesus is riding into the town. The people still don't get it. That's the image. Like Jesus is riding in and they're fanning all these palm branches and they're singing and they're chanting and they're all these things. And guess what? There's a beauty to that. But they think he's there to overthrow Rome. They think he's there to be the king. He's not. He's there to clear the temple. He's there for Passover. He's there to die. And so again, why do I use that as an example? Because I think it's a good one for us to look and say, I have a certain understanding of it. But as I continue to read the Bible, what do I see? Oh, I see the depth. Because what do I then realize at some point? Oh, do I think I'd be the one fanning Jesus and saying, Like I see you, Jesus. I see you're the king. Or am I actually that person there where I look and I say, Jesus, you're what I want you to be. Just be what I want you to be. And he's riding on the donkey, probably a little discouraged. Like you guys still don't get what I'm doing. And so with that, I say that because Why does reading our Bible matter? Well, because we need to continue to engage with the word to continue to learn more about who God is and to learn more and more than about how he's going to engage with us, how he's going to be there for us. Jesus has these people who think he's going to be king. Guess what? There's some of the same people scoffing him days later Mm -hmm. being like, Oh, call out, call out to God. He'll bring you down off the cross. Right. Um, and so we just look at that, and it's like reading the Bible matters. There's always more to understand about God. There's more to understand about ourselves in the story, things like that. And it's not about us, it's about Him, but we see how He engages with us, all those different things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree with all that. Like, I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's import- important when we're reading the Bible to. I think it's important to recognize that there are certain seasons and certain times where we do, where we read the Bible in different ways. Yeah. Where, you know, during something like that, you know, maybe you decide, okay, I'm going to do an in-depth study of the epistles. And which means... You know, you might not necessarily be just reading the Bible. You could be reading a commentary on, on the different books. You could be, uh, in that case, like, that's something I didn't know. And that's probably something that you would know by studying, like, Jewish history and in the time frame and, like, understanding that. And, you know, certain things that, like, not aren't necessarily put in the, even if you have a study Bible that aren't even put in the, you know, not the margins, but the. I guess it could be in the margins, but the, the, the notes or whatever. Um, which those are great, you know, resources and the like, but, um, stuff that's not even in there, you know, um, there's those seasons. And then there's also like seasons where, you know, uh, you could even just be sitting and basking on one verse or, you know, you could be doing what I'm doing, which is just doing cover to cover. Yeah. Uh, you could be doing, you know, uh, my my mom i know she's done she has a a chronological bible yeah yeah. which is interesting Uh, i've never done that but she's read through that um but yeah i think it's you know going back to you know why is it important to read the bible i mean there's lots of reasons obviously but like um i think more than anything like you were kind of saying like it's to know the God we serve yeah, and to know his heart and to know, um, you know, his, just know him in general and know, I I think more than anything, like reading the the whole Bible, not, uh, not just the epistles, not just the new Testament. What one thing, this kind of a, a side off thing, but like, one thing that's cool about reading the Old Testament and reading the Bible as a whole is it is it puts where we are as Christians now in current days in context Yeah, of like, yo, there was generations before us that didn't have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And like there were generations and generations of people looking forward to where we are now mm-hmm. of like, you know, like, and then we sit here and we're like, oh it's and some people would say oh yeah it's, it's not moving anymore or like you know what i mean yeah. like it's not and here we are and if like some a prophet back in the old days was like looking at us now like dude you should be capitalizing on this yeah. right now you know like um yeah, that's just a side thing something to think about but yeah yeah
0: i agree with you man yeah i think For all of us, we just have to find those ways we can engage and just realize that there is more and it's not just like ritualistic practice and it's definitely not just a book to read, but realizing like God wants to speak and I think this goes into any aspect of our our faith, but whether it is uh, times of worship, times of prayer, times in services or times in the word, you're going to have a lot of times you're reading through something and maybe you're just like, ah, this just doesn't really speak to me or maybe you're not, um, having a a connection point with the Lord that seems like it's very deep. But then there's that random moment where you're just like, that just like hit me in the eyes. Like it just like really stuck me right there where I'm just having to now think about it and process and just look and just say, God, what are you really trying to say here? And that comes through us actually taking time to say this matters. This is actually something I'm wanting to participate within and I want to give actual valuable time to right um for myself i've been starting to really process man what does my next stage of bible engagement look like or even what's this next season look like you know what's it look like for me to set aside um more time less time what's it look like for me to maybe listen through portions of the bible whatever it may be and that's not to say oh look whatever i'm like trying to do more and more and more but it's me looking and saying what can i do that's beneficial like mm-hmm. what can i do to engage there is a season where i just read i remember uh I read, I think it was for like four months or so. I just read Ephesians 1 every day. And I just read Ephesians 1. And I kept reading through Ephesians 1. I just didn't feel like I was supposed to move on from it. And like I have a lot of appreciation for Ephesians chapter 1. Um, And I've gotten to study it a lot and different things like that. But like there was just this point where I just felt like I was just supposed to pause there. And it was like, okay, I'm just going to stay right here. If somebody asks me what I read, it'll be Ephesians 1. Next week, hey, where are you reading about Ephesians 1? <laughs> and like, will it sound weird? Probably, but I'm just going to try to engage with what I'm supposed to engage with, right? Um, yeah, and so it just matters. It just matters. We should
1: honestly put that on a t-shirt. If it, matters, it, it matters, it matters. It just
0: matters. Yeah, if it matters, it matters. Uh, I think that's it. I think it's kind of simple today, man.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think also, like, depending where you are to another, you know, this is going to be a podcast of kind of, you know, side bullet points that are slightly related to each other through the common thing of reading the Bible, theme of reading the Bible. But uh, one other thing too, and Caleb kind of alluded to it, is if you're somebody that's kind of early in your walk or not necessarily earlier in your walk, but like is somebody who's still kind of getting to know what the voice of God sounds like. Like, I know, I know some people that um, they necessarily haven't had very many encounters with the Holy Spirit yet. Mm-hmm. The Bible is an excellent place to start because you get to know the voice of God. Yeah. And then you can be like, oh, once you start to have encounters with the Holy Spirit, you can be like, oh, yeah, this is God. Mm-hmm. This sounds like God. You want to know why? Because I've read his word. Mm-hmm. Like, um." and there's continuity in that. So that's uh you know if you're somebody who's in that spot the Bible is an excellent place to start. Um yeah. I agree. Another side bullet point. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Another side thing. Do you when you're reading the Old Testament do you also read the New Testament as a side thing?
0: What do you mean like
1: I asked that cuz and this feeling I've had and maybe it's a feeling you've had. I'm sure it's a feeling that a lot of other people have when you're like going through Leviticus or numbers or one of those books that's like, obviously has value in them and has a lot of cultural context, especially like that's important for the reading of the books after that. Uh, and you know, the nar- narrative of uh, Israel and, and God Yeah. Um, where they're kind of boring books. Frankly, you know, I, I, have I've done some, re- I started off my reading plan this year with one that I've seen in the past, which is like, you read like a section of the old Testament and then you read a Psalm and then you read, uh, um, a chunk of the new Testament
0: yeah. starting in, in Matthew, uh, I've seen like also like there's ones where you can do like three chapters of the Old Testament, two chapters of the New Testament, right. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, short answer, like.
1: I'm just curious. Like, do you do that?
0: I, no, I don't. No. I don't. I also don't follow reading plans. Right. Like I just personally, I've tried to in the past. I've always tried to have different ways of engaging. I'm just honestly somebody where I'm just like, and like I, I different people operate different. For me, I have different seasons of like the best way I can describe it without sounding like weird is like hunger for the word where I'll have times where it's like, well, I could sit down and just like keep reading right now and just keep engaging. And then I have times where it's really like, all right, Lord, I want to honor you. Like I'm going to go chapter by chapter through a book. Once I finish a book, I usually like, either we'll just continue to the next one there or I'll like take a second just be like, Lord, do you want me to dive somewhere else? Mm. Um, so like right now I've been real. I've been going through the, um, I-, I started to read second Corinthians Cause I realized I hadn't studied second Corinthians much. So I've been reading through that. And then I ended up getting to like Galatians read through Galatians. And I'm just kind of continuing forward. Um, unless I end up having a book where I'm like, I haven't really studied that. Uh, when it comes to the old Testament, this is what I'll say. Whenever it's like sections of scripture, I honestly think this for most of the Bible though. Ideally, if you can read in five chapter chunks, that is much better for you to actually understand what you're reading. than. If you just read chapter by chapter. So even if you want to look at this way, Leviticus will then only take you four days. Right. But also you'll actually see the pattern within it and you'll start to see like the groupings of things. Right. Um, You know, like if you think of it this way, this is a poor example, but like if you were to be like trying to bake something and you're reading the ingredients, and let's just say every day you read like two of the ingredients (laughs) and then the next day you read two of the ingredients. And then at the very end, you tried to like remember all of them to make the thing. You're going to do a bad job. You're going to forget some stuff and you're going to look and say, well, that's confusing. Well, no, you just, you, you engage with the recipe poorly. So like with Leviticus or like numbers or things like that one, there is still story within those. You just Mm -hmm. have to get to them. Um, In some ways that's a little bit of the smartness of how they were written um but i would just say like i mean this is my super blunt version that i would not usually say to people like one if you're doing a reading plan do a reading plan i think that's great but if you're somebody who's just like i'm gonna read like straight through just in these chunks just don't be a baby I'm sorry the Bible isn't entertaining you right now. <laughs> right. Like just engage, you know? And like, that's where it's like looking like, if you look at like Leviticus and numbers and some of these books, like you're talking about like the, especially honestly two of those, like the Pentateuch, these first five books of the Bible, they were like the most important to the Jewish people. Yeah. Right. They cared a lot about Leviticus. The Torah. So like read it with an intentionality. Also read it like being like, what is the rhyme and reason to some of this? Because you can look at it in partial and you think, oh, there's no, there's just a bunch of randomness. But when you read it in these big chunks, you're like, I see kind of what's happening here. And that's just the depth to it. Then also, oh man, here's the thing. If you do take the time to value that and you read that with a really big intentionality and then you get to judges, you're like, holy crap, they never did any of it. They didn't do any of it right. They didn't like, Honor him. Like you read about this thing about like the what year I mean. of Jubilee. They didn't celebrate many years of Jubilee. <laughs> like, like, and it's just because again, God gave this plan. He gave this outline. What was the problem? We've never chosen to follow it. So like, that's for me, like, and again, I, I would say out of the privilege of getting to spend a lot of very technical time studying the Bible, that's brought a lot of joy out of it for me. Um, even like I was talking to some guys the other day about like, for myself, when I read portions of scripture that deal with like eschatology and stuff like that, I personally see it very much through a lens of like, this is the greatest hope-filled thing for humanity is that God has a plan going forward. Like, do we know how all of it's going to work? No, but like, there's a plan and that's so amazing. Like, it's not doom and gloom. It's amazing and joyous. And like, that is where I say, like, Man, like, yeah, you could read, like, the end of Daniel and be confused. You could read, like, different parts of different prophets and be confused. You could read Revelation and be confused. Or you could read it in big chunk, and you end up seeing, like, what is this really about? And when you look at it from, like, a broad lens, you're like, this is really cool, and that sort of a thing. So that's my answer. If you're struggling to get through it, though, yeah, like, go and read all out sort of the Gospels. But don't have it be like, this is medicine, this is sugar. Because if you start, right. if you start to read Jesus... Man, read, read Jesus in the second half of Matthew and he's going to start punching you in the face. This is the thing. Like when we read the Bible and we just think like there's certain portions and I know this isn't what you were saying, but I'm just saying there's, there's people at times that approach it with like there's certain portions that are harsh and there's portions that are easier to engage with. Like Paul in 2 Corinthians is looking at the Corinthians and saying, you're a bunch of morons can you get your stuff together, please? Like I've put up with you for a long time. Like you guys think I can't talk about stuff. Let me tell you about all the stuff I've had to endure. Like Jesus looks and he's like, he literally says, Oh my goodness. This is a parable that I've just been wrestling with a lot. I've mentioned in a lot of settings. I think you've heard me not mention it in another setting, but like the parable of the virgins waiting for the bridegroom and like Half of them don't have enough oil, and they look and they say, "Could I have some of the oil?" And they're like, "No, we won't have enough, then you have to go get your own." And then guess what? They show up and it was too late. It's a story of people who were promised to be with God and they didn't have enough oil. They didn't actually end up being wise. They thought they had to have more time and they were left out of the kingdom. That's scary. We don't teach that one super often. But that's a scary moment.
1: Yeah, we do all always say is if you're if you're worried about it, then you're probably fine.
0: Yeah. Which I will say I do think oftentimes is like a decent metric. But you're right. Cause it can't just be that. Right. Yeah. I agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to hear what your your take on that was. I was just curious because I didn't know what what I guess I never really asked a pastor that. Because, you know, I do think a lot of people, including myself, have treated it in the past as kind of that that medicine and sugar
0: way of putting it is a good way to put it. Totally. I'm just Googling something really quick because I'm trying to remember where this is. I, I can't remember if it's Leviticus or Numbers. Yeah, it's in Numbers. Man, if you're not willing to read Numbers and read about Korah's Rebellion, you're missing out. Which one's that? I'm not remembering. God opens up the earth and okay, swallows that. Okay, it is them. that
1: one. I thought that.
0: I thought yeah, that was that one. Yeah. Okay. You've been skipping numbers because you wanted to go stuff read the Mark and be so encouraged.
1: Right. There's some. There's some. Dude, even like the stuff with like David and Jonathan, like. Oh yeah. Dude, the Avengers would pee their pants.
0: <laughs> like. <laughs> like yeah Well, and even isn't i'm trying to remember sorry guys i should have i should be able to remember where this is oh yeah same with uh phineas is in numbers also yeah y'all just just read just read the bible read it in big chunks whenever it gets boring read five chapter chunks you'll get through the boring part faster
1: that's good i think that's a good that's a good rule i appreciate that i should do that Thank you. I think I'm just going to like, you're welcome. I think this Saturday, I'm just going to like wake up early and just like plow through
0: a large section. I think that'd be, That's a good idea. Do that. That's something Yeah, I've been trying to think through. just is how to do some of that better and do it well. But a part of that also comes through prayer. Everybody take time to pray and just say, God, make me hungry for your word. God, I want to engage with your word more. It can also be a very spiritual thing. This is good. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good spot. Maybe we can pause this one. Sure. Maybe maybe everybody will talk about the Bible again someday. Shucks, dude. It's almost like we're a Christian podcast. Maybe we'll release a that. Caleb and Parker Bible reading plan, and all it will say is it just matters it. <laughs> 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 uh, I think I'm going to make a post, and we'll post that, and just say you had to listen to the podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, on that I note, honestly think we should make a T-shirt. That'd be kind of cool. That would or be. something.
0: We'll find somebody with a cricket, right? Sticker for your yeah Yeti. There we go. Or your
1: hydro flask. Or your, or your, uh, your uh, Stanley.
0: Yeah, Come into a Etsy shop near you, guys.
1: Fun fact, totally unrelated and completely unimportant. I one of our clients, not clients, our one-off client. He he's a he called and he needed some equipment, and he's a he's a. Um, he prototypes and designs Stanley and Starbucks drinkware, which I, thought, which I thought was fascinating. That's cool. I was like, I bet my wife's a fan of your work.
0: <laughs> like. That's awesome. Anyway, sorry. Well, on that note, everybody, uh, read your Bibles. It's good for you. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Hey, we want to just take a special moment just to say thank you to everybody that's been listening, Um, especially those who are able to listen nearly every week and all that stuff. We appreciate the support so much. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Caleb and Parker podcast. Let us know any topics you guys want us to talk about. Maybe there's even books of the Bible you guys would like us to maybe discuss a bit, something like that. Uh, DM us, let us know, comment, whatever you may do. Uh, Also, leave a rate and review. And hey, if today you found this one beneficial, if you could share it with a friend, it always means a lot. Uh, No pressure, no worries. If not, though, thank you guys for checking this episode out. We'll see you guys next week. My name is Caleb. And my name is Parker. See ya.